Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of AZ Brandcast, where we talk about all sorts of awesome people and the power of brand and how we're building great brands in the remarkable state of Arizona. I'm your co-host, Mike Jones, and Chris Stadler. Yeah. So I'm really excited about today because we've got State 48 on the show. And I think for me, this has kind of been, I don't know if it's a long time coming. You've kind of always been in my radar. We've got Mike Spangenberg, one of the co-founders, right? Yep. And co-owner of of the brand. And uh, you guys have this awesome apparel line that you've put together that highlights and celebrates everything about Arizona. I can't wait to dig in more and, and talk more about kind of some of this fun, really cool stuff you guys are doing. Um, just a little bit more about the brand um, from this little write-up they've got, which I think is a really helpful way to kind of summarize who they are. So State 48 Apparel was born out of a shared passion and appreciation for the great state of Arizona, which got me immediately. <laughs> uh, more than just an apparel line, State 48 represents a lifestyle, a sense of community, and is an expression of pride. From sports fans and outdoor explorers to the more fashion-forward, the homegrown brand offers gear for all sort uh, that's uh, for all that is both stylish and comfortable. And above all else, though, State Forty Eight is about redefining the status quo and inspiring others to rise up and stand for something they believe in. So, uh, Mike, you're the co-founder. You started this thing with your two other co-founders, right? Yep, yep. That's awesome. We'll dig into that and the history and kind of your history here in Arizona. I'm excited to talk more about that. Um, but first, I thought we would do a little shout out for our sponsor, uh, Conscious Capitalism Arizona. Chris, you want to do our call out? Of course. Yeah, Conscious Capitalism are our pals. They are. This local association is on a mission to share with the whole world how doing business, doing good in your business is just good business. This local chapter of Conscious Capitalism Incorporated hosts tons of local events and provides resources for business leaders to instill a higher purpose in their company and engage all their stakeholders. Want to be conscious? Don't know how? Get in touch at ConsciousCapitalismEasy.com. Mike, are you involved in CCAZ? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they sucked me in recently, so I'm now on the leadership team of the Arizona chapter. Yeah, act like I don't know, but I'm yeah, you totally know. Like, you're um, in the know, Chris. Yes, so, totally. Yeah, so no, that's been awesome. Um, I think you know we've I've been involved in the chapter for now three years almost uh, as a member, as a corporate sponsor, and now one of the leaders on the team and on the board. So I'm really excited for kind of the next chapter of the chapter. Yes, as we work on planning out the next you know, 12, 18 months of what we're going to be doing from events and uh, hopefully some really cool initiatives to really spread the word about conscious capitalism here in the state of Arizona and how businesses really can think about their business beyond just profit and money and really think about like how they can have an impact on all their stakeholders and really make it a win-win-win, not just for the ownership or the shareholders, but really for employees and staff and vendors and ultimately customers. Uh, making sure that everybody is is feeling the love through business. So yeah, and after the big annual conference, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I feel like we're all kind of like, kind of like, yeah, we're all energizing, or like, yeah, we're 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 all energized and ready to kind of get that yep. get that going again. Yep. So exciting stuff. Yeah, so we got a lot of cool stuff coming up that'll be getting announced very soon. Um, so definitely hop on the website consciouscapitalismaz.com and find out more about what's coming. Uh, get signed up on the newsletter. That's a great way to kind of stay in the loop. So, Mike, 
you're the main reason we're all here. So <laughs> yeah. I wanted to swing it back to you. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show today. I'm really excited that you're here. Yeah, it's always an honor to be, you know, be here and talk about the talk about the brand. That's awesome. I think Chris has do you have you have an icebreaker to ice get breaker. us to get us going and then okay. we'll jump into some of your history, cool the story behind State 48 and kind of what you guys are working on. So State 48 is a an apparel brand, right? Correct. So <laughs> that's the category you put it in. So so what is everybody, including Mike and me, uh, and the sound engineer, she wants to speak to this. Um, your favorite wardrobe malfunction? That's a great question. <laughs> Can anybody hear her laughing? Can anybody hear the sound engineer laughing? I don't I even know. We didn't I don't even her. know if I have one. I I got one. I okay, go, Chris. And maybe it'll inspire you guys. Start us off. You got me coughing with that one. It was too yeah. funny. So, all right. So one time I was, um, we we're on the, in Oregon, there's this uh, North Umpqua River. And at the summertime, they dam up the, the north um, and anybody who has a house on that part of the North Umpqua River has basically kind of a lake river, right? It's like slow moving. Uh, and so my buddy, uh, Toby, had a boat. And uh, we'd, so we'd take the tube out, right? The, like the, the tube and you'd hold on to it. And he would try with all his might to like scrape you off of it with the water, right? And I would try with all my might to like hold on and not let him scrape me off, you know? So um, one time um, he, he was doing an awesome job. I was doing an awesome job holding on my shorts, however, and underwear. Oh no. Didn't do such a great job of holding on. So I was upside <laughs> down being dragged upside down. I was like, I kind of felt it kind of like go off my toe, that last little <laughs> hold that I could have had, you know? And um, it got lost in the North Omqua River. So oh, wow. we got, luckily we got back to Toby's house and he brought, he brought me out some old pairs of like cutoffs. And, um, and so Pretty I was stylish. able to, yeah, I was able to survive. Yeah. Um, with my uh, integ- uh, my um, what do you call it that you lose when something like that happens? Whatever it was, it was intact. Your pride, pride. Sure, your let's go with that. Sure, my sense pri- of my pride was intact. Piety and I don't know. and sense of piety. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I <laughs> thought of it that way before. Uh, All right, who else has one now? Who has the uh, who was inspired by my story? I don't think I have one. I, yeah. mean, I remember in uh, like elementary school um, when Criss Cross was popular. Oh, yeah. Time, wearing the, 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 the outfit backwards. But besides that, I don't think I had a malfunction. That, yeah. was, a, that was a wardrobe misappropriation. You definitely had to than. drop you know, yeah. everything to go the, to the restroom. But besides <laughs> that, I don't, think, I don't think there was a malfunction. There was I a mean, sacrifice you had to make yeah, to, you know, to be cool. I guess with skill cool. and practice, you could do number two a little easier. <laughs> You got good at so. <laughs> I, I may be crossing a line. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> you got the signal, didn't you? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Sound engineer is the only adult. I don't know group. if I have like a like an epic malfunction. I have embarrassing moments or moments of like maybe that wasn't the best choice. Let's I, go with that. Mike's reminded me of my obsession with wearing like ridiculous stuff, like especially like freshman year of high school when you're like. You're the the low man on the totem pole, just trying to make a statement, show your own colors. I did all sorts of stupid things. I bought like, you know, big old orange parachute pants and wore those for like three months straight. Nice. But I think my favorite was um, a friend of my parents gave them a suit, like a three-piece gray, like really nice gray pinstripe suit. And they gave it down to me because they're like, ah, you know, Michael needs a suit. And the guy that loaned it was just a hair shorter than me. 
And so I was like, screw it, I'm doing it. And I wore that thing for a whole week straight with red Converse shoes every day to school. It's like the only only kid on campus wearing a suit. You were Napoleon Dynamite. I was totally Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> awesome. Without the dance moves. Do you I have, don't know if that uh, makes me any. Do you have pictures? Uh, probably not. I'm sure I burned those. This is pre, pre, uh, pre-digital era, so. Darn it. Yeah. Make sure that stuff never sees the light of day. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. I'm still so, wearing red shoes, though. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so. I can't get away. Our first real question, though. Yeah. Our real question. The other ones are real. Why did you start the company, and would it have worked with State 47? <laughs> that's that's funny you bring up State 47, because I literally just had to respond to something I saw on the internet yesterday of someone saying, oh, State 48 is wrong. It actually is State 47, which is not a fact, but it was, yeah, it, that, it was pretty interesting. That's but, interesting. Uh, but to, to your original question, I was born and raised here in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, Chandler specifically, and you know we're, uh, my other partners who are two younger brothers, or two brothers, um, we're big sports fans. Stefan and I, you know, my dad was our T-ball coach. Never thought we'd have been in business together, but we had the shared passion of sports and obviously Arizona. We used to go to Cardinal games at Sun Devil Stadium and like most of the fans were the opposing fans and that used to drive me crazy. <laughs> so tying in sports, it was just like, why do not? Why do we not have anything out here representing Arizona in a cool way? I mean, there's a reason why so many people live here. Um, it's very diverse. You know, we have so many people from all over. So the only thing back then was the three for 10, you know, excuse my French, but crappy Walgreens shirts. And that was not, mm-hmm. you know, my definition of, of supporting Arizona in a positive and fashionable way. I always love clothes, you know, back to my, I think my favorite part about the summertime was going back to school shopping. Um, so I was picking out my clothes. I always had, and deep down, like not to, you know, be corny or anything, but I always knew I was meant to be on this plan to do something special. Hmm. Um, you know, years later, it kind of all came to fruition um, with the help of my two business partners. But that was the whole goal is just to represent Arizona in a positive, fashionable way. That's something at that time, like I would be proud to be wearing. And on a comfortable T-shirt back then, it was an afterthought to, you know, put a, you know, design on a quality T-shirt. And now it's cool to see that's kind of the trend. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's got to be do you feel like that kind of sense of like accomplishment and just like seeing your shirts and your designs out oh, there and it, your brand it's, being it's represented? Un- it's unbelievable. I mean, with the partnerships we've landed, I mean, seeing decals, being out in public and seeing people wear your shirts and you're kind of that creepy guy sometimes. Hey, nice shirt. And they're like, who are you? You know, you know, it's just, but you show like, so I guess like there's so much love for everyone mm-hmm. who supports it, but like, it's also tough being an entrepreneur, like the, like you never want to come complacent or, you know, mm-hmm. so it's always like, this is awesome, but what's the next 10 things we're going to do? <laughs> so that's one thing that I need to be better at is just like slowing down and appreciating everything. But it, it's, it's an incredible, it's a dream come true. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, going to Cardinal games at, you know, again, Sun Devil Stadium and all our sports teams and like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like to, you know, work with a team or, you know, be on that level. And now it's like the relationships we've built, like good talk text Tori Lovello and Steve Kimes become a good friend. That's not to brag, but it's just like, just to show like, you know, it's so much more than t-shirts and hats for us. And it's mm-hmm. really about representing your community in a, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And life's all about who you know, and you build these incredible relationships with so many people. That's awesome. That's really cool. But back to the original question. <laughs> yeah, Chris won't That's let you escape. Wouldn't it, have, wouldn't it have sucked if you were in New Mexico? Yeah, I mean, there's things, I mean... <laughs> Uh, for probably more reasons, more, re- more reasons than the name, probably. But, <laughs> no offense, but um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it obviously was a, a perfect. I mean, Stefan, who's um, my friend, business partner, 
um, came out of the, the restroom. And this is a true story how it like officially started as I was writing down names in a, in a notebook, probably for like a year of like a clothing brand, nothing ever, you know, made sense or was like the aha moment. Uh, we were living together at the time. I, I was in the hotel industry. Stefan was, was working, uh, with me at the, in the hotel industry and, um, he knew I wanted to start something. So he literally came out of the, out of the restroom brushing his teeth one day. And I was remember sitting at my desk and he said state 48 and you know, I'm here born and raised in Arizona, diehard Arizona fan, got Arizona tattoos. And I'm like, what's Arizona or what's 48 or <laughs> state 48. And he was like, Arizona's 48 state. And it was like, as soon as he said that, it mm-hmm. was like the aha moment where it's like, bam, we had that we submitted for a trademark right away. His younger brother's self-taught graphic designer, and then we all just decided to start the company. That's awesome. So it's it's pretty cool. It's really really cool, like how you know an idea can percolate for that long, right? You were kind of stewing on it for at least a year, just trying to come up with a name, uh, and then all of a sudden, it's like that kind of aha moment kind yeah. of puts it all together, and then you're off to the races for sure. And I just think that's important in any industry or any business mm-hmm. that you're wanting to start. Is like, okay, what problem are you solving? And at that time, it was to represent Arizona with a clothing brand. Um, and also, like, what is – it can't be – you know, we would, I would I would ask, you know, friends and family of, like, what do you think about this name? It was like, oh, it's cool, you know. But when you would say Stay 48, it was like, bam. Like, you knew you had something special. So I think that's just any advice to give to anyone is, like, mm-hmm. make sure it's, like, re- it really feels special and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of throw around this idea around the office when we're um, talking about names and stuff for different things. And there's a – there's a different, it's kind of gets floated around in a lot of like branding circles around this idea of the 33, which is a reference to Rolling Rock, uh, the beer company. Okay. They have a number 33 that's on their labels. It's just like kind of in the corner, this little badge. And uh, the whole thing is that that became kind of this conversation point for a lot of people who were drinking Rolling Rock. You know, like, oh, what's that 33? Like, what does that mean? And come to find out, it means nothing. Yeah, it's it's just this sense of like magic. That you can instill. And I think like you can almost like feel it when you say that name, like State 48. And there's like, oh, what's that? I want to know more. Oh, yeah. There's the magic to it. There's a little bit of like kind of kind of appeal and like a little mystery. And and you're like, I want to I want to unpack that. Yeah. I mean, we've been in business six years. And I remember when we first started, we would sell anywhere possible, whether it's, you know, events on Mill Avenue or First Fridays before it was cool. And it was always like, and you still get that today where it's like people see the logo on a shirt, like you got, they have that like dazed look or confused look where like, man, that's really cool. But what is it? And it's just like that. It's, it's so powerful word of mouth and like Mm -hmm. starting conversations, like you said, like that's the goal is like, Hey, when I'm going on vacation, I'm packing, you know, state 48 or my Cardinals gear or or son's gear because I'm proud to represent where I'm from. And I think it's just become such a conversation starter of like literally I hear this all the time where like, you know, people are all around the world in our shirts and like on vacations or whatever. And you're, you're in, you know, in a, another airport, you know, and someone's like, hey, where do you get? And then it starts a conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm from Arizona. You know, it's just that's what's beautiful about kind yeah. of starting something and then really having meaning behind it. That's awesome. That's really cool. When I see <clears throat> State 48, I don't think like. Silicon Valley. I don't, I mean, I don't think anything that's like related to like, I, I'm not thinking polish. I'm thinking like a Jeep, you know I mean? Just, I'm just thinking yeah. like what, what comes to mind is Arizona stuff, stuff, the stuff that I love most about Arizona is it feels rugged. And maybe it's just because of who I've seen it on and like the vehicles I've seen the sticker on yeah. and stuff like that. But to me, it's kind of inspiring in that way. It kind of, we're always wondering, you know, what is Arizona's brand, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and it's kind of starts to feel like it, 
kind of takes shape a little bit around that, which is, yeah. Well, our, our brand message is clothing for all inspired by Arizona. And that's, and that's pretty straightforward. And we want, you know, whether we make onesies, you know, or grandparents, whoever wears it, like we support everyone. And that's mm-hmm. what like our biggest message is, is like, we really do want to showcase love in a positive way. Like, unfortunately there's so much negativity in this world. And it's like, we just want to stay positive, support everyone as possible, as much as possible. And literally anyone can wear our shirts or hats. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're from state forty-seven. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, and then, then, then it's yeah, we can't have that. We welcome everyone though. So. <laughs> Usually, what happens you is can I mean, defect. You can, yeah, to Arizona. Well, and I mean, my family was born and raised in New York. I they came out to go to ASU, and I was born here. But my dad's a, a diehard mm-hmm. Diamondback fan. It just kind of happens, and you know, so many people that do move here, you know, really, you know, love love where they're from now, and kind of call this their new home. So I think that's part of. Our demo, it's not, you know, the cool part is now you have generations growing up here finally, but now you have so many people that have been here for 10 plus years and like, this is home. Yeah. You know, I'm going to represent where I'm from. Yeah. That's awesome. What was the next one? It's about, <clears throat> so it's about community. So what does community mean to State 48? Because you guys talk a lot about how that's important to mm-hmm. you. And I think especially in the context of Arizona. Yeah. I think it goes back to, again, um, what we want people to know about our brand is it's much more than uh, t-shirts and hats. We don't want to be that brand. Of course, we're a for-profit business. We have to sell products, but we don't want to be known as just pushing products down people's face. And the reason for that is like, or to answer your question about community, it's like, it's so rewarding to be involved in our community and what separates us from any, you know, different clothing brand. There could be a million better designers or business people than us. But like, I think what, what I know is our niche and, what we take pride on is relationships and, and, a, and a prime example is that is our collaborations that if you check out our social media, you'll see almost every other post is about a collaboration with a different, you know, organization, nonprofit, a brewery, a sports team. And that's just with our ultimate goal to be that recognized brand of Arizona. It's been it's been incredible that so many organizations want to be a part of, of what <laughs> we're doing and they want to make team shirts for, you know, for their like Taco Bell, for example, you know, they're making. They just did 600 shirts to bring to their conference in California to show off to for everyone here in Arizona to show off that sense of pride. That's so awesome. I think it's just uh, so cool that people want to be associated with our brand, like big brand, small brand. You know, mom, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. That's that's what community means to us, and like we do so many tiebacks and like Arizona Humane Society. We work with them. Where five dollars per shirt goes back to the foundation you know we, we work with luis gonzalez and his hometown heroes which helps uh, supports uh, first responders in arizona so there's so many different causes we do and unfortunately we can't you know donate all the money we want to um, but you know with revenue sharing you know, you know model that we have on some of these shirts it allows us to and even bigger than that it's about the awareness part you know mm-hmm. on social anyone who works with us we're gonna you know promote them in any possible way so it's just Again, it's just educating people on different causes and just showing love. Hmm. That's awesome. Do you have like maybe one or two stories from that of like a brand that you guys got to work with that really just made a deep impact for you? Oh, 100%. Um, So our first big collaboration and and kind of like game changer for our brand was working with Bruce Arians, Mm -hmm. the old former Cardinals head coach, which we still work with today. Um, all that came about is a relationship. We were we did Phoenix Fashion Week. It was emerging designer boot camp. Long story short, um, the exec- executive director connected us with Jake Arians, who is Bruce Arians' son. Mm. Again, we've always wanted to make sports designs and so on. And at that time, like 
2014. It was like, I think the year into when BA was first here and he's really becoming like that popular coach and that cool guy. And so we wanted to make a, you know, a design for him. So we did a silhouette of BA. Um, next thing you know, they, they absolutely love the shirt. The Cardinals <laughs> went like 13 and three. We couldn't keep the shirts in stock. Uh, we still, again, we're still working with him today because again, it's so much more than even though, you know, he is with Tampa now, but his, the foundation that it benefits is the Arians family foundation, which helps neglected children. You know, everyone deserves a good upbringing and that's, it's, it's so much more powerful than, you know, again, selling products. We've, you know, even today, I think we've, we've raised over $50,000 mm-hmm not only in, in dollars, but product and, and to give back to that. So it's, that's probably been our, it has been our most successful collaboration, but like they're like family now is just at his son's wedding in Georgia. So like, it's, that's just the beauty of it all. And that's probably the the best kind of takeaway story so that's far awesome. is just like the impact you can make with kids lives or whoever, mm-hmm. the, whatever the cause is by selling t-shirts. Yeah. You know? That's really cool. So you guys, uh, I just, I've, I've been chomping at the bit to get to this, this question. Um, because what I really want to know, what we're kind of always trying to find out is, uh, well, what is Arizona, right? What is, what makes Arizona special or is it just a cheaper place to live or yeah. is it just a place with just more sunshine? And, um, so you guys talk about, you guys talk about making a difference through Arizona inspired products. So does that mean that it's like, well, we happen to be from Arizona, therefore we're just going to, you know, like Arizona will be the anchor or is there like more to it? Like, is it, how does Arizona, like what things about Arizona inspire like clothing? Or yeah, logos it's, it's a great question. And I think for me, like it's, it's just like having that underdog mentality, again, tying in sports of like, man, it was like, it was like weird to be a, an Arizona sports fan right hmm. and it was just like <laughs> drove me nuts that like why don't we represent like why why are we not proud of where we're from right and I think a lot of that is because especially growing up here with so many transplants which I think is a great thing but to I mean really to answer your question I think for there wasn't really fashionable and it, and like what drove me crazy too is that you know people would graduate college or high school and like I'm going to LA I'm going to New York to go pursue my whatever, you know, I want to do and fashion or what doesn't matter. The industry, it was just like people were leaving here to go do something because they didn't feel like this, this was like the state of opportunity. And I think now it's evident that, I mean, look how many big organizations and Fortune 500 companies are moving to Arizona and yes, pricing comes in, but I just think it's, it's, and I'm biased, but it's the place to be, you know, it's affordable. You know, you're surrounded by so many great states. You can, be in the valley and kind of have a city and then you can go up north and you know be into like there's everything's at your fingertips so the biggest part of it is it's a genuine passion where i felt like it was i was like the underdog like representing arizona and that just drove me crazy i know there was other like-minded people like myself that wanted that same thing and it was just cool to kind of get ahead of the curve of hey local is very valuable and strong and it's only going to become stronger the more people are growing up here Hmm. So the underdog thing kind of struck me as kind of, you know, out of what you said, you know, there are a lot of things that other places share, you know, like you can go to a big city, you can go to the mountains, you know, there are a lot of places like that. The one thing that you said that was, that struck me as really different from, you know, a lot of other places is that underdog mentality. You know, it's kind of like, we're Arizona, we're from Arizona. Oh, we're, you know. It wasn't know, cool that? to be from Arizona back then. <laughs> You know, right not to interrupt sorry but no yeah that's totally. that's where it all came from it's like california was cool and new york was cool like all these great and don't get me wrong nothing about this but it's like this is where i'm from so i want to make it cool 
even when I moved here, I was like, well, it's close enough to California without actually being California. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, you go to San Diego in the summertime, you see ASU shirts and U of A shirts everywhere. It is kind of Arizona's second home. So, but I think that's a beautiful thing. You got Mexico and Colorado. I mean, you just got everything surrounding you, you know, hop on a quick flight or, or drive. So if you are itching at those other kind of needs and, and water and all that good stuff you have, but you kind of have everything here in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So what about, tell me more about that underdog thing though. Cause I think there's truth to that. And when I heard that, I was like, no, there is something there and I don't know what it is yet, but Mike's going to tell us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, again, I just think <laughs> or we that, can at least, I mean, you know, talk about it and we can play around with it a little bit. Yeah. I just, I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward. I think again, like growing up here, like when people when when I was in high school and people would ask, how many are from Arizona? I'd be like that one dude in the back, like, you know, holding, <laughs> raising my hand. Now I go speak to kids or whoever. And it's like, you got majority of the class. And I think that's something special. And it's now people really love, you know, being here because it's also expanded so much. Like, you, don't get me wrong. It probably wasn't really that cool. It was just being biased of where I was from, you know. But now you see you know, the city's just developing. I mean, downtown Phoenix used to be an afterthought. You'd go there mm-hmm. for a Suns game and um, even on the weekends, it was it was a ghost mine, right? So, like, seeing how much of that is developing and Chandler, where I grew up, like that was definitely not the place to be. And now that's a, you know, you know, skyrocketing in, in real estate and development and downtown Gilbert. I mean, just everywhere is becoming like so cool. And you have your different pockets where you can experience different mm-hmm. kind of cultures and and styles and and whatever your interests are. Um, so yeah, I I don't know what what else to really say about more of the underdog. It's just like the sports was a big part of it, like. Cardinals, for example, were the laughing stock, and then yep. to see it go to where it was and really establish a, a, a loyal um, following and, and customer, you know, that's kind of what we we took pride on is representing that, not being like it wasn't the trendy thing to do to represent your team, your sports teams in your in your city here. Because a lot a lot of times, like underdogs, sorry, face away from the mic. Um, so a lot of times, the underdogs are like. There's something that it does to you. Those like qualities that come out when you're the underdog. You know, I'm thinking of like sports teams and stuff, right? Like I like being the underdog. I like being the one who's like, if if I'm expected to win, it's like, ah, eh, crap. Like now, where do I go, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're if they're like, oh, the you know, you're gonna get killed, you know, and it's like, no, I'm actually not gonna get killed, you know. And then it's a lot. It's a lot of fun to go out there and prove things. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm I've been a season ticket holder um, since the last year at Sun Devil. Uh, where the Cardinals played. And then that year when the Cardinals went to the Super Bowl, I still remember to this day, I mean, still get chills talking about it, being, but being at the NFC Championship game where the where the Cardinals beat the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl, like, it was just like, it's crazy how what sports can do to you, but it just brings so <laughs> much passion and so much energy out. And, like, you know, people that know me, like, do you have enough polls? Because I'm, very, you know, very calm and, collect, you know, like, very, but with, with work or, but when I'm at a sports game, it's like a whole new, it's a whole new me because it's just like, it's just so much more inside, and it, I might sound corny or crazy, but it's just I think anyone that's a sports fan can relate to it. It's just and that, and that, again, and that's not just about sports. It's just about Arizona in general. Like seeing so much happening here, it kind of just brings a sense of um, pride to you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you guys need to do like a line of shirts that's like underdog themed. Hmm. You yeah, know, I mean, a, good, seriously, good I mean, point. think about it. It's like you know, it's it's that what you're saying rings true. And um, it's almost like it's, it's almost like there's this, and I'm wondering if there's this feeling out there with business with people, just kind of like, yeah, we're kind of like the sleeping 
like we're, we're waiting for our time and, you know, and, and, you know, with businesses growing and finding new opportunities here and stuff, it's almost like there's this, I don't know if there's a scrappiness that comes with that that's actually happening or if that's just something that, you know. Yeah, no, I think that's totally real. I mean, especially talking and getting to know a lot of our community and, and running our social media, you get to, you feel that same sense of passion. And I think that's why our community has become so strong, you know, especially state 48 community the people that are supporting us is that they feel that passion from us. And they also want to, you know, show off that pride. And, you know, it's that competition of like other States, you know, it's nothing. It's just friendly. Like, Hey, my state's better than yours. And just like, when you see, you know, musicians and stuff representing like a Jersey or whatever, you're like, man, that's cool. You know, it's like, it would never have been thought of, of someone representing a, a son's Jersey or a Coyote's Jersey. Now you just see it more and more. So, um, and hearing more people like, especially, you know, moving here for summer home or not summer homes, but just like off, off season homes and such. Like there's just so much cool stuff going on. It's like, it's like the cowboy mentality. I feel like coming out kind of like the, in, like individual, like, like even the cactus in the desert, they look like they're giving you the middle finger yeah. sometimes. <laughs> it's, funny <laughs> you like, it's just like, it's just like heat. You know, like we're going to survive anyway, you know? Yeah, it's true. The, uh, my, my aunt, the first time she visited here, she's like, why are they all flipping me off? <laughs> <laughs> and people go nuts for cactus too, yeah. so, on shirts or hats or whatever it is. But that's funny. I think there's, yeah, I mean, there's, it's interesting kind of thinking back like the history of Arizona and like we're the last of the continental United States, like states to, to be admitted into the union. You know, the only two states younger than Arizona or Alaska and Hawaii. Mm. We're, we are like intrinsically, I think just as a community, we're younger in terms of like, especially if you talk about the Phoenix metro area, like Phoenix hasn't been around anywhere near as long as like yeah. a New York or a lot of, you know, East Coast cities or even like in LA or San Francisco. And so like, I think there is this kind of underdog. Some of that might be, you know, hey, we just haven't been around as long. And oh, 100%. I mean, that's again to your, your question of like, what's the under, like, so many people like knock Arizona for being fair weather fans, but it's like, okay, we'll compare us to a New York or a Chicago, whatever, when you had all this history of generation of like, this is where I'm from. Like, of course, like, but even, I think it's even more alarming and more um, awesome to know that all these people from all these great cities are moving here because Mm -hmm. they want to live here and enjoy the weather and enjoy, you know, the cost of living and and just everything going on here. So I think that says a lot about who we are. And yeah, how diverse we are and how open we are and um yep well and the idea of fair weather fans when when it's like 100 and whatever degrees has a totally different <laughs> meaning here yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah at least chase field has, has, a, has a nice ac yes yeah. yeah that's true yeah it's like one of the like how many other how many other baseball parks have like air conditioning yeah, need air conditioning yeah and football like we have air conditioning the cardinals where the cardinals yeah. play I mean, I think it's more of a trend now, but a lot of them, this is like their uh, best time of year for weather. So, yeah. you know, yep. they get to enjoy that where us is the exact opposite. So, yep. well, I think that was one of the cool things about like Chase Stadium was or back when it was Bank One Ballpark. And they originally designed it to have that like, you know, retractable roof. And that was a big deal because it's like, hey, you can enjoy a game of baseball here year round if you have that kind of like setup. And, uh, yeah, you better have a roof yeah. when it's on. <laughs> although this summer has been been by far the best. It's been pretty easy. I know since I've lived here, it eased right on into eased into summer. Yes, yeah. it's been away. It I did. Mean, it was low hundreds today. Right, that's crazy. I mean, almost. In, yeah. yeah, 
It was like actually nice out this morning when I left at like seven. So it was cool. My family was here from Florida and my dad was like, yeah, how, how hot was it yesterday? Like hundred and whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like, I assume it's going to be in the triple digits yeah. and I get in my car and I drive to work and then yeah. I drive back. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Once it's over a hundred, it's all the same, yeah. same stuff. You don't even care about looking at the 108, 109, whatever yeah, it might be. It's just, it's just hot. So, yep. so I need just to find know, air man. conditioning or <laughs> yeah. find a pool. Yeah. yeah. You're good. Totally. So cool. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about making a difference. How do you guys, I mean, we've talked a little bit about that already, but like, how do you kind of see that happening, you know, through the brand and, yeah. and how are you guys kind of maybe thinking about doing that as you grow? Yeah. I think the biggest part again is just utilizing our platform. Um, you know, not only, not obviously all our collaborations are tiebacks, you mm-hmm. know, but what we give the opportunity to is that so any co-branded design we do um the, it's a lot of business to business transaction and hopefully turns in a long time relationship but they buy a minimum 100 shirts from us after co- after we create a co-branded design and the cool part about that is we it allows them the wholesale price we sell it to them allows them to resell it and make mm-hmm. it much more of a profit than than we are mm-hmm. so a lot of nonprofits use utilize that schools um, so it gives them the option to to do that. And I think not only on the financial side is how we're able to make a difference, but just the, the awareness on social media. I mean, I mean for example, we started a community impact days that we're trying to do every month, and that's partnering with another uh, local organization. And we just had a very successful event with United Food Bank, which they did order some collaboration shirts, but the biggest biggest focus was to get volunteers. And we had over 250 volunteers for one day. Um, the goal was to pack 4,800 emergency bags, especially this time of year in summer when people mm-hmm. need food every single day. Um, the goal was to have two four-hour shifts with everyone we got to, everyone we got there. We Each shift was only ended up being an hour. So, I mean, that just goes <laughs> so awesome. such a long way. And it's just, again, that prime example of why it's much more than just shirts and hats. It's like, hey, use your platform, use your your resources to really educate people because i think there's so many people you know speaking of volunteering there's so many people want to do good but they just don't know where to get started mm. and because they trust our brand we put it out there hey we have this great day you know spinato's pizzeria for example i like, came in as a partner of ours and donated a bunch of pizza for everyone to eat and it was just an awesome day that it was impactful and that you know you're helping people so that's just a, a, one example and um, that's the goal is just to be able to you know promote love mm. that's awesome you guys have a love shirt yet? I <laughs> know. I keep saying that. Huh? I don't want to. I don't want to compete with Love Up. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I I know we've we've got one more question on the discussion guide, but I think there's a couple other things I wanted to ask and kind of dig into. I want to hear a little bit more of like kind of how you guys got started. So you you've got two partners with you. You guys co-founded the company. How did that? You know, how did that happen? What was the genesis for that? And then maybe tell me a little bit about kind of the trajectory, like, how has it gone? Like, yeah. I'm sure it's had ups oh, yeah. and downs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we so. can talk about that for, forever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, the ultimate, like, the original idea was I want to create some of my own. Mm. Um, again, I shared, I was stuck with names. Like I said, I shared with Stefan, who was, um, like, my dad was our T-ball coach, right? Mm. Never thought we'd have been in business together. Uh, he was working for me at the hotel, actually. When he came up with a name, we're like, okay, perfect. Instead of, let's just go to do this together. And then, okay, okay, we need a graphic designer. And then Nick, who was self-taught graphic designer, originally wasn't part of the plan. 
Um, so I really didn't even get to know Nick. Obviously, I knew Nick from, you know, hanging out with Stefan here and there, but never really got to know Nick until we went to business together. Mm. Um, but we submitted our trademark and did everything the right way. Uh, once we got that official in March of 2013, um, you know, we had a, a buddy of mine who was doing screen printing and I got our main logo in like 10 different color combinations. I probably got like our first order, 100 shirts and you know, our neighbors probably thought we were drug dealers because people kept coming inside, you know, in and out of our house, which is obviously it wasn't true. But um, we were selling shirts everywhere. And it was just so cool that people took, a, mm. you know, a passion for it. And we were doing our first launch event was at the old tavern on Mill Avenue. Yeah. Um, and we That's had awesome. literally like hundreds of people there. The whole Mill Avenue was wearing State 48. And we're like, OK, we have something special. We all worked full time jobs the first two years into it. Um, that's one thing I think people don't realize is how much hard work and sacrifice and capital it takes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we each we each invested five hundred dollars in this business, and we've sold almost four million dollars in shirts. That's and awesome. So, like, you could do anything you put your mind to it, and it takes a lot of a lot sacrifice. But the first two years, we didn't take a dollar. <laughs> yeah, um, we didn't. We weren't able to go. F- we staggered how we went full time. You know, almost three years into it, Stefan went full time, then Nick went full time, and then I went full time, mm-hmm. and we. We all get it, um, you know, when you're comfortable in a, in a in your career or you're making, you know, what you're making, it's much harder to go start from, you know, fr- from the bottom. So we had to be smart about it. Um, and then we just kept, you know, growing and celebrating wins as we went. Social was a big help for us. Um, again, mentioned earlier, went through Phoenix Fashion Week, which mm-hmm. really taught us like the business of fashion. Uh, then we started getting into retailers. I mean, our first retailer that gave us a shot was uh, here on the corner on Mill Avenue, which is no longer there, mm. uh, right off Mill Avenue. But um, and then it's just all relationships. Then again, I mentioned Bruce Arians was a huge mm. help, gave us a ton of credibility. I mean, our shirts were ending up on Monday Night Football and just like awesome. you go to Cardinal games, I was like the Cardinal shirt. Then the D backs took notice, and then we were working with the Suns, and it just it just keeps getting better and better. And obviously that takes a lot of hard work and you need people around you to help you. Um, I think a big help from us at the beginning when you don't have money and you don't have all these resources is again, I was born and raised here. So, you know, people, right? Like Dave, who's our website manager, we grew up with like sharp guy. This is his industry. Jenica, who's our photographer. This is her industry, her passion. Like you find passionate people that are believing what you're doing. And they're also, this is what they do for a living. And at the beginning for so long, it was, it was extra side money for them, right? And they just believed in it. Now it's cool. It's turning into full-time roles and having more graphic designers. And But yeah, the sky's the limit. I don't even feel like we're scratching the surface yet. Really just the goal is just continue to get our brand out there. And, and when you actually look at our customer database compared to how many people are living in Arizona, we're not even, we're not doing anything special yet. <laughs> so the goal is just to uh, create that brand, a recognized brand of Arizona and mm-hmm. then you know, big picture, have different, you know, divisions underneath that and really make this uh, a powerful thing. Mm, That's awesome. So so you guys, uh, I noticed you talked about celebrating wins. And uh, so a lot of the brands we have on the podcast are, they have pretty good cultures. Um, Max Six around here. I mean, every, you know, we we tend to just kind of be lucky and have a lot of friends who have great cultures. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe you could talk a little bit a little bit about that because you mentioned uh, it's about relationships. You've mentioned love, 
and then you just mentioned celebrating wins. I'm wondering how how does that like what kind of culture do you guys have there at CBA? Yeah, yeah, and, and I could actually speak on the challenges part of that too because like I mentioned earlier, like you get so wrapped up in like what's next and the hustle, and it's like yeah, that's awesome. Okay, what's what are the next ten things? And I think um, what's has really helped us, and also having two business partners that are brothers, and we all three have different styles and interests, um, you know, history and and kind of you know career paths and such. It's just you know, I think the key to that, because we have our, you know, disagreements all the time. And at the beginning, it was very much of a pride thing when we were younger, right? I mean, 34 now, Stefan's 34, and I think next 30, uh, even younger now when you're first starting, you know, you get into so many kind of uh, heated arguments because you want it to be, you know, about like your likes or whatever. And then we quickly realized that, hey, it's not about us, of course, it's about mm-hmm. the customers, it's about people that are supporting us. And we don't can't make decisions off of, you know, opinions and, and feelings and emotions and hey, let's just go off numbers. Right. Uh, but I think the key to solving all this and why we've improved along the way is communication. Mm-hmm. And that's one weekly meeting where you don't miss that thing for anything and just keep it. And if you have frustrations, you're venting that out and just kind of, otherwise, if you hold that inside, it's just, uh, you know, it just, it builds up and it gets nastier. So, uh, but on, on culture, we try to, again, bring passion to people that believe in what we're doing um, and then just showing appreciation, genuine appreciation. That should just I spent 15 years in the hotel industry. Um, I love working with people. You know, I worked my way up to become a GM. And I think um, that is a, a big strength that I have is that kind of leading and just, again, treating people to, with the respect they deserve and just making sure. You know, that appreciation is getting there too. Hey, man, you killed on designs or, hey, great photography. You know, there's little things that just go a long way. Mm. Help it's, us keep going. It's a shot in the arm to hear, you know, regularly someone give you genuine good feedback, you know, like like uh, like a good, you know, compliment on something you, you're proud of. You yeah, and I'm, and I'm guilty <laughs> of, like, especially, you know, I'm good with that with the, with the team, but like Stefan and Nick, like, we're definitely all guilty of not showing each other appreciation. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Like, Hey, it, yeah. you, or it's like the good job. Like, okay. Well, yeah. You know, that's one thing we definitely don't do a great job between us three mm-hmm. is just acknowledging of all the hard work that's going into it. Um, because we're nothing, not only with the team, but definitely us. So, but you kind of, that's one op- area of opportunity for sure. Yes, it's, it's easier, I think, to tell people you work who who like re- kind of report to you yeah. and stuff because you know it's your responsibility. You forget that other people laterally and for sure. Know, and if that as well, and it's so important too because if if we're not on the same page, you know, we're three equal owners. We're not on the same page, and their attitude goes a different way with someone else. Then you're then you start having issues yep. on the on the culture side, right? So I think it's important for us to all be on the same page and just show that same appreciation. Yeah. Well, I mean, kudos for making it this far, you know, six years with three owners. That's, uh, that's an achievement. Oh yeah. There are not many that are able to do that. Yeah. It's great. The more you, you know, connect with people and you're like, I mean, I just met someone who was telling me that, you know, very successful company, they're buying out like their brother and it just gets, business gets tricky and it's, you got to stick with the facts and, you know, it's, it's harder. And that's a challenge that we face too, is that it's hard to have honest conversations with with them because there's feelings involved mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. it's easier and as my background of having those honest relation you know connections and and conversations with a team member and but when they're because they're not you know they're not invested in it as such as an ownership right yeah because 
were you know equal it's just like okay yeah i appreciate what you're saying but i still don't need to listen to what you said you know it could be like that so it can get get a little tricky yeah i was i was gonna ask about that because you know that's the hard part right is knowing um is knowing uh how uh how to get people to say that last bit that they need to say like if you feel like it's unresolved like how do you like how do you get to that yeah or is that even important i don't know yeah i think it's still like to be frank like it's still things that i don't say that you know need to be said and it's just because you're so worried about you know you have compassion and and just you don't want it but that's the tough part is you got to separate it when in business and that's what you know any advice i'd give too is like just make sure you're 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 choosing your partners correctly and that doesn't you know that's not saying I didn't or anything like that, but just know that it's very, very hard to work with family, friends. Um, but it also could be very rewarding too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely, have, I, I feel that I've got two business partners in my business and we were friends long before we were business partners. And I think in some ways that's actually benefited us in that we've always kind of had this like friends first mentality to, to how we approach stuff that no matter how bad it gets or how, how much we disagree with each other on maybe a decision. And it's like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to care for each other first as people yeah. and as friends. And then well, the business stuff, we'll figure that out. Right? Yeah. I think if you have we'll the, work through if it. you have the respect, everything's going to kind of work itself out. Um, but like Stefan and Nick are like best friends. Mm-hmm. Stefan, we used to go to football. We're not even friends. Like <laughs> not even just being honest. Like, we're not yeah. friends anymore. Like it's just become like a business relationship. Yeah. And that is kind of sad, but it's just what the reality of what things happen. Like yep. you work together so often or you maybe you're frustrated. It's like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to. The last thing you want to do is go hang out with that person. And I also, it's different too. Like your interests. Like yeah. I love business. I can talk about work 24 seven. I could work seven days a week. You know, they all have their different interests. And if we're around each other, naturally you're going to talk about work and they don't, you know, maybe they don't want to hear me talk. So it's just, yeah. it's just what the reality of things happening yep. when things happen, when you work with friends and family. Yep. No, it's tricky. You guys need to go do karaoke or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's I a mean, team retreat coming soon. As long soon. as you can't sing. Karaoke. Right? That's the special yeah, yeah. part is if you just yeah. can't sing and yeah. you still do karaoke, like that, that tells you you're cool. Very, yeah, it'd be very much a bonding situation. <laughs> Especially sure. if you did like, I don't know, like the Humpty Dance or like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dumb song. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good dumb songs out there yeah yeah think of the macarena or something the macarena <laughs> yes <laughs> totally oh something man funny uh first thing that popped in my head was that friday song that was like a huge hit what was that like five six years ago or something friday song yeah friday. Ter- terrible like sing it because i don't know uh, yeah no no <laughs> it's this isn't karaoke this yeah, is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just a terrible pop song it was like youtube thing went around for a while it's pretty viral oh man it's pretty bad yeah there's some good ones there's some good candidates out there i just feel like if it's like a team like a company thing you gotta sing something about the weekend right yeah yeah so <laughs> that just feels appropriate that's what uh, you're all working for right are, are we brainstorming for a retreat this weekend mike no that's already set in stone okay. we are not doing karaoke <laughs> i would not subject you guys to that where are you guys headed Oh, we're going to do a little staycation type retreat here. We rented a, an Airbnb oh, cool. here in Tempe nice. and hit the pool. We've got a couple other fun activities. We'll do some axe throwing. Okay. I'm excited yep. to try that I out. Know. I was stoked when you, when you had to yeah. sign that waiver. Yeah, you had to sign the so waiver. It was like axe lose. throwing is cool, but you have to sign a waiver. It's like, oh, this is going to be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll, we'll do some work too. We've got yeah. some. We've got some big agenda items to work okay. through. So it'll be good. I'm excited. It's going to be... Uh, First time we've really ever done that with the entire team. 
I've done it with my partners before. Yeah. We kind of do like our partner retreats, but we haven't done it with the whole team. So How I'm, big I'm is excited. The team? Uh, this time around, if with everybody, I think we'll be about eight, nice. seven, okay. seven, eight. Sweet. So that should be, I mean, we've got a bunch of remote people too who are kind of hop in on yeah. different projects and yeah we'll eventually figure that out how to yeah we haven't quite figured out how to do the this is more of the leadership retreat yeah. and then we'll figure out like a every all everybody remote retreat we'll hop on zoom for a day or something yeah and and we and, and we may be only eight but we do the work of 16 yeah 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 there I you go feel you there we still, still wear a lot of different hats so i feel you yep yeah definitely wearing a lot of hats so, so what's the ultimate vision for you guys yeah, I love that. Um, really, it's just first and foremost, acquire more customers, people learn mm-hmm. about us, but really to be that recognized brand and then to have those different entities underneath it. I mean, a media vision, a media division, you know, nonprofit, like different things like that, you know, State 48 travel group that might be coming soon where, you know, you partner with up all our sports teams and you arrange these great road trips for, you know, other mm-hmm. people. So it's all all these different opportunities and it's just again to build it up where you can always be much more in t-shirts and hats and and on the on the actual apparel side having different lines maybe it's organic maybe it's you know more fashion forward and and just kind of making sure we hit all demos um but yeah just a lot of exciting things on the on the on the work up upcoming and even different license deals i mean we have a co-brand a credit card coming out with one az oh that's awesome um, so that's yeah really so you guys are doing a lot with them yeah that's so, a cool idea yeah, yeah so things like that where you can create a you know revenue share and a revenue mm-hmm. stream off uh you know big picture i would love to have a state 48 license plate yeah and, you know, now we're talking <laughs> work through a dot on that one i know there's a lot of hurdles <laughs> Just a couple. So, so, yeah, big. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you just put it out there, you build it up, and, you know, the opportunities just keep yep. coming. So, uh, obviously, it takes a lot of hard work and connections and relationships, mm-hmm. but um, we're just going to keep trucking away. That's awesome. That's very cool. I feel like you should just totally overshoot the whole ADOT thing and just hack. Find some, find a good hacker and just hack <laughs> the signs. The, the signs, the freeway signs. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, those, those are funny, yeah. But, yeah, you could hack the... Can you get a digital license plate? What are you talking about, Mike? Are you talking digital license plate? Are you, uh, yeah. That would be. They don't have those yet. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. We're not Um, ready for that yet. No. We can't even get like driverless cars yet. We can't. Uh, Yeah. We need the flying cars first and the self driving cars. Yeah. Although I've seen hoverboards. So we're getting there. Yeah. 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 We're getting there. Do you have any like cool like events or projects coming up that you want to plug or give a shout out to let people know about? No, I mean, uh, I mean, we're always got something going on. We don't do a ton of different events. We do more of like kind of these partnerships and mm-hmm. uh, hoping to land a, a, a Cardinals player collaboration coming soon. So that would be exciting. Uh, but I would say if, if anyone wants to learn more about us, check us out on social media. Uh, it's at State48, all spelled out, um, State48.com for our website. Uh, but that's where we're, we're very active. I mean, usually one or two posts a day, at least on uh, the feed and a couple stories, nothing where... Again, we're gonna annoy annoy you. Um, or if you want to check us out on the newsletter too, you can you can join us there. Uh, but that's where we try to share everything. Uh, but there's always something going on. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like you guys are pretty active based on everything I've seen, and just kind of trying to keep up. And yeah, it's that's just awesome. It's, 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 it's very exciting. We're taking over the Rattlers uh, merchandise, some co-branded on That's there. awesome. Um, yeah, Rising Rattlers love. Rising's doing awesome, and we work with them. So like, you know, sports teams are. We're uh, hitting on all cylinders. Obviously, we work with the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where does Phoenix Rising play? Right there in Tempe, like Tempe Marketplace area. 
They it's played right it. off the 202. It's like where everyone wanted to play. <laughs> everyone <laughs> wanted the stadium. Huh. Uh, but yeah, hopefully they can get MLS soon too. And I think yep, that would be huge. I mean, the, 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 the engagement and the fans, the loyalty they already get. I mean, they're 100. I mean, that is an outdoor stadium in summertime at 100 plus degrees and they're selling Dude, out. That's what I was wondering. Nonstop. Like, they play in that heat. I mean, it's usually like 7.30 starts, so, I mean, it gets it still hot, could be like 95. And, yeah, still, <laughs> but for sure. But they're, like, it's just such a fun, and they're winning their first place. Like, you know, you guys all know, like, once winning solves all those problems, but it's really <laughs> become, like, kind of the cool place to be. I don't yeah, know if you've come, heard. Come to my stadium. It's, you know, 110 degrees. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard <laughs> like, of uh, win all your home games. Right? <laughs> they're popular at Dollar Beer Nights on Friday. No. So they're 12-0 and 0, um, this year with Dollar Beer Nights, and... Wait, they're twelve and zero on dollar beer nights. Yeah, every Friday. Well, every Friday they have a game. They do dollar beer nights, and so. But they're twelve and zero, and it's correlated with dollar beer night. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, something's yeah, going they're on. They're first place, but they they so have. You're like, saying dollar beer night beer. causes that's them what, to win. Yeah. You see a lot of correlation is causation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's it's awesome. just new partnerships always coming out, and um, it's just exciting to see what's next. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, Mike. This was an awesome yeah. Are we done already? conversation. <sighs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> I know. Time flew flies. by. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Guys. So we'll talk more it. about beer. and We're definitely going to be keeping victories. tabs on State 48. Okay. We're going to have to, I don't know. I, I'm like racking my brain. I got all sorts of ideas of collaborations and I'll talk to you later about awesome. that. Cool. I got a couple I think that might be interesting. But yeah, I just want to thank everybody for hanging out and listening to AZ Brandcast. Um, where again, we delve into the makings of remarkable brands here in the uh, great state of Arizona. Like State 48. Like State 48. I don't know how much more Arizona you can get (laughs) than that brand. It's awesome. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, If you'd like more uh, to know more about AZ Brandcast or check out any of our past episodes, check us out on azbrandcast.com or find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Uh, Google Play, anywhere that you like to download your podcast, we're probably there. And if we're not, give us a shout out on the website and let let us us know know. so we can get up uh, wherever you like to get your podcast. Um, Also sign up for our newsletter. We've got tons of great content on the website and we love pushing that out to people. And uh, if you want to know more about Chris or myself, you can find out more about us on the website as well, azbrandcast.com. Huge thank you and shout out to our producer, uh, Karen of Phoenix Business Radio X. And of course, our gracious hosts at Max 6 yep. and our awesome sponsors at Conscious Capitalism Arizona, who make sure that this gets to happen every month. Yep. So really excited to partner with them on that. And don't forget, everybody, you are, you remar- are remarkable. Sorry. I thought we'd do it at the same time. You, you are, are remarkable. remarkable.